This is Alain and Ross sharing today's Advent podcast with you. I'm going to read from John chapter 11, verse 33 to 44. The one who knows our tears. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odour, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Jesus wept. My heart was touched deeply by those words. Who amongst us haven't wept? Perhaps over something reasonably small, but probably all all of us due to an overwhelming grief. The loss of a parent, friend, spouse or child. We know that God sees our tears, but how precious to us are Jesus' own tears. Those tears he shed for Lazarus and for the sad and broken hearts of the sisters were human tears, each one of them expressing his sympathy and compassion and his own feelings of grief. How precious are those tears of Jesus to those of us who have shed our own tears of grief. How precious are those tears of Jesus when we need to know his absolute understanding of our own broken hearts. How precious also to know that one day in heaven he will wipe away all of our tears himself when we see him face to face. As we turn to the scripture, we meet Jesus as he observes Lazarus's sister weeping as he approaches the village. Those awful tears of desolation, of loss, of that soul-numbing, heart-wrenching sense of grief. Jesus saw her village friends and neighbours also weeping, all participating in that awful, undescribable sense of premature loss. And Jesus too grieved at this loss. He'd lost a dear friend temporarily, 
Jesus felt no need to wear a mask or stand aloof. Amazingly, knowing what he was about to do, he grieved with them all. He too felt their loss, their pain. He wept in the midst of them. This Jesus always was, always will be God. He is also man, not only man in physical form, but man in nature, man who knew and experienced joys and sorrows, trials, affection, affliction, pain and distress. There's so much in this passage we may want to explore, but Jesus moves on to the tomb, to the, to the tomb side where Lazarus's body had been laid. Jesus raised his eyes and his voice heavenward. He prayed as only the Son of God could pray to our Father in heaven, his Father in heaven. And then he commanded Lazarus to walk out of his own grave. Then the last command, to free Lazarus from the grave clothes that had bound him, releasing him back to life in Bethany once again. Many times in life we may have been tempted to say, God doesn't understand. But we may be sure from this and other passages that Jesus not only understands, but has experienced the experiences we endure too. For Lazarus's sisters, the time of loss of their brother was comparatively short, just a few days before he was restored to them. For us, the time before full restoration is much, much longer, but it is no less certain. Many have wondered how Jesus can be fully man and yet fully God? None can answer that question. It was a question I wrestled with before I became a Christian. We don't need to know the how. We need to know the who. The one who was God is God and who became man while remaining God. Jesus, remaining God, became fully man, able to experience all that babies, toddlers, children, teenagers, students, apprentices, and adults live out. As we rejoice again in our Lord's first coming, and as we await his second coming, we may be sure that this Jesus, this Jesus is the one who knows our tears. King of heaven, now the friend of sinners, humble servant in the Father's hands, filled with power and the Holy Spirit, filled with mercy, for the broken man. Yes, he walked my road and he felt my pain, joys and sorrows that I know so well, yet his righteous steps give me hope again. I will follow my Emmanuel. As we close, let's just pray together. Lord Jesus, how we thank you for laying aside your majesty and glory to come into this world to do what none of us could ever do for ourselves. We thank you, Lord, for taking on human form, human experience, in all its richness and yet its fullness, and yet at times its devastation. We thank you, Lord, that you came in humility, that you loved and cared, and Lord, in the passage you've been looking at, we see, Lord Jesus, that how you were deeply affected by this grieving time, this grieving group, and Lord, you grieved yourself over the death of a dear friend. Lord, at this Christmas time, help us, Lord, to grow closer to you, we pray. Draw closer to us. Lord, may our experiences of you this Christmas be richer and fuller and deeper. And not just us, Lord, but family and friends and all those precious to us. Lord, we thank you 
that we worship the one who knows our tears. Amen. Amen.